Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Monday Mail Time, which is all about you guys and your paranormal experiences. My name's Molly, I'm the producer of Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding, and every week we like to dedicate a whole episode just to you and your paranormal stories. And this week is no different. We've got a series of paranormal experiences from our listener Dave. So he writes, Hi there, love the show, keep up the good work. We will Dave, don't you worry. Over the years, I've had quite a few paranormal experiences. I never go looking for them, but they seem to have a habit of finding me. So let's jump straight into that first paranormal experience. He says, One of my first experiences happened when I was about 15 years old. I used to work in one of my friend's uncle's wine bar, sometimes collecting glasses, sometimes washing pots in the kitchen. On this particular occasion, I'd been called in to work an evening shift due to a wedding. The evening was busy, but eventually the guests went home and the rest of the staff went up to the top floor to have a drink and wind down, as they always did. I still had quite a few things to sort out before I could join the group, so I remained downstairs in the kitchen on my own. All was quiet, and I was continuing to load the dishwasher with my back to the walkway which led out of the kitchen to the main bar. Only the faint laughter of my colleagues could be heard from two floors up. All of a sudden, there was a loud clatter on the floor behind me. I spun round to see what it was. A kitchen utensil lay on the floor in front of me. The kitchen utensils were always hung on the wall together. A couple of the other utensils were still swinging slightly. I thought to myself, it just mustn't have been put away properly and it's just fallen off. I hung it back up and carried on loading the dishwasher. Moments later, I heard a loud rumbling noise, again coming from behind me. I turned again to investigate. One of the metal sweet trolleys was slowly making its way towards me on its own. I thought someone must have been playing a prank on me, so I looked around the kitchen quickly, but couldn't see anyone. I was seriously spooked now and shot out of the kitchen and up the two flights of stairs to the room where the rest of the staff were. Everyone that was on the shift that night was accounted for. I told my colleagues what had happened and it was clear from the look on their faces that they were as shocked about it as I was. My friend's uncle later told me that the building was haunted by the ghost of an old lady. Hmm, I wonder if she didn't like the way that you were doing your washing up or wasn't happy about it and needed to let you know. Very interesting there, and the fact that everyone was accounted for, that is some unexplained phenomena in my eyes. Another experience happened when my wife at the time, and I would have been about 30 years old, were expecting our second child. 
We needed more room, so we bought an ex-local authority house in a nearby village. Before we moved into the house, it needed a bit of work doing to it. In the evenings, I'd work on the house on my own. It was around October and the nights had drawn in. My task for the first evening was to replace the rotten floorboards at the foot of the stairs in the small entrance hall. I'd not been there long when I started to get an uneasy feeling as if someone was watching me from the top of the stairs. I tried to shrug it off, but that feeling just wouldn't go away. I did what I needed to and left. As the renovations progressed and I'd put the last lick of paint on the walls in the living room, we were ready to move in. It was all quiet for a while, but then little odd things started to happen. The phone to the intercom ringers would go off on their own in the middle of the night, and then the doorbell would ring on its own. I just put this down to electrical interference and tried to forget about it. Then, one night, we were asleep in bed and we awoke to a noise in the living room below. The noise was the sound of our eldest son's toy army car. It had a button on it that you had to press and hold to make a machine gun noise go off. When you released the button, the noise would stop. I thought that it must have been trapped in the toy box, so I went downstairs to sort it out. As I suspected, it was the toy army car, but it was sat right in the middle of the living room floor, with the machine gun noise still going. I walked over to pick it up, and before I got the chance, the gun noise stopped. Things were now starting to get weird. As the weeks went on, other strange happenings would occur such as the musical nursery rhyme book we had played a tune on its own, the microwave completely stopped working for a week and then started working again. The front door was open one morning, but the Yale latch was still locked. One particular evening, I'd made a lasagna for tea. I'd just put it on the kitchen table ready to eat. As my wife was putting our eldest son into his high chair, the light bulb above the table literally exploded. Glass went everywhere, including into the lasagna. No, what a waste! Now I know that light bulbs can explode and it might just have been a coincidence, but given all that had been happening, I started to wonder if something more sinister was at work. I must say, I um, a light bulb has exploded on me before and it is the most terrifying experience ever. It just shatters everywhere and you don't expect it happening. So that is a thing that happens, as you now know, Dave, but interesting that it's happening whilst all this other strange activities going on as well. During this time, I'd also started to have some quite vivid and disturbing dreams, one of which was about my nan who'd passed away some years ago. I still remember it to this day, some 20 years on. In the dream, my nan was dancing and spinning around in the road in front of the house. I then saw her face, which transformed into something god-awful and demonic-looking. It still sends shivers down my spine today. I would also get woken up to my name being whispered in my ear. Ooh, that's... ooh, no, 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 no. We've got an episode coming up all about dreams again, so and we'll be touching on what some of these things mean in your dreams, so stay tuned for that. The last experience that I can remember having at this house was when our second-born had arrived. I was on the night feed slash nappy changing duty. It must have been about 1 to 2 a.m.-ish, the witching hour. I'd given my son his bottle and was in the process of changing his nappy when what I thought was a light near the ceiling of our bedroom had caught my eye. At first, I thought it was the headlights of a car shining up through a gap in the curtains, but when I looked more closely, it was actually a ball of mist around the size of a football. I was gobsmacked. I'd never seen anything like this in my life. Before I had time to wake my wife, the ball of mist dissipated right in front of my eyes. From what I remember, this was the last thing that happened and all was quiet for the remainder of the six months that we lived there. Strangely enough, one of our neighbours, who lived three doors down, came and had a quiet word with me. She'd heard that we'd had some disturbances and she was now experiencing some of her own. 
I must sound like a right nut job, but all of this genuinely happened. I've had a few other paranormal experiences in addition to these that I will share another time. Thanks for reading and all the very best to the team at the podcast, Dave. Thanks so much, Dave. You're not a nut job, not at all. You know what you saw. All we can do is believe you. And I do. That last experience is absolutely amazing. Like for that to dissipate in front of you, I know playing devil's advocate, maybe you might have been sleep deprived because you've got a little one, you're waking up in the night for lots of feeds, but you know, you know what you saw and the fact that you were ready to run and tell your wife says that you believe, you know, that was completely real for you. I wonder if that was somebody sort of showing themselves and saying hello in a way. Interesting that others down the street were having the same experiences too. So I wonder if they had the same experiences as you and for the same amount of time as you. Very interesting. If you've had an experience similar to this in when you've been renovating a house, a lot of people say that that spirits still see it as their own home and for you to be changing things. Obviously, if someone's going to come into your own home and change a load of things, you wouldn't be happy about that. So that could be the spirit sort of making themselves known, you know, what, what are you doing to my house? Can you stop it? Um, If you've had anything like that, whether you're renovating, whether it's happened in a well-known haunted place, or maybe you've had an experience that was just completely unexplainable, get in touch with us. We love to hear them. And that's why we make episodes like this to dedicate them all just to these experiences. You can get in touch on email at contact at paranormalpod.co.uk, on our WhatsApp, send us a voice note. It's free. That number is 075-999-27537. And we have social media. We've got all the social medias too, as well as our own Discord server, which you can find at www.paranormalpod.co.uk. As for me, I'll be here again, same time, same place next week. You've got Yvette back with you on Thursday for a main episode and again on Saturday for your bonus episode. I wish you a lovely rest of the week. Keep your eyes out if you've been renovating your homes and remember, things aren't always as they seem. (laughs) 